this one kid asked if he could put his shoe in the in the cooler that we had full of liquid nitrogen and so the guy was like yeah sure the only thing you're not allowed to put in, <laughs> only thing you're not allowed to put in is something that's attached to you and so and so i was like you know i didn't i'm not in charge here i'm just a, i'm just an assistant <laughs> so the kid took his shoe and he put it in the liquid nitrogen well the, the guy did you know and he pulled it out and it was frozen i mean it was covered in you know ice or whatever and he gave it back to him and it was it was hard to hold because it was so cold so the guy's like it's hopping from hand to hand and then like he threw it at his friend and it fell on the ground yeah, and shattered <laughs> so he, he he picks it up and it's a huge crack running down the bottom of his shoe so he cracked his shoe in half <laughs> Hello, I am your host, Samuel Hansen. You are listening to Combinations and Permutations, episode 22. On this week's episode, we discuss Mandelbrot, the best type of broccoli ever, and Nathan tries to lead a rebellion against me. Here it goes. Hello and welcome to Combinations and Permutations, the math podcast that comes to you from CDC Building 7's mailroom here at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. And with me today, I have, we are having a very special, well with me today, I have a bunch of very special people. I don't even really know how I'm talking anymore. But we have a very special episode for all of you, the more important people, our listeners. It's an all-star lineup, or in other words, the same lineup that we started out with. And that means that to my left, I have the man with two master's degrees and zero superpowers, but can shoot a zombie very well in the head with a shotgun. Uh, but no, no, no. You you can't have half of it. It's it's only when you get the paper. It's the only thing that matters. Anthony Solari. Uh, and I just got my second. I actually got the official paper last weekend. I saw it. He's not kidding. He has from a my, diploma on his wall. From my master's in theology. It's very. So. It's 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 pretty nice looking. Mm-hmm. Um, like multiple color. Like like they they had to run through a printer twice or something so that they had like shadows and different colors on the letters and like this goldish ink. It's a nice looking diploma. And that voice is, of course, the all-star that, for once, I'm not keeping on the bench, Mr. Nathan Rowe. Hi. Which, by the way, is a lot nicer than he usually says hello, and and of course, as has been joining me for... As has been joining me for at least a month straight at this point, the man that we are all tired of. Christopher Bates. I think I'm just gonna live in this room. <laughs> we'll put like a little portage on in the corner and one of there's those There's bathrooms sinks. right down the hall, man. Yeah, but I and mean... there's a kitchen right next next yeah, door. Yeah, don't live mm. in the room. Just no, live just in the sleep building. in the room. Yeah. Sleep in the bil- in the room. Sure. Yeah. I, I can't put a toilet in like one of those little jail toilets. No, the sink behind it. You can't. Um, but what you might be able to do, because I think that we're neighbored with the. With the women's bathroom, is you could you drill a hole through the wall. The wall. <laughs> <laughs> drill a hole through the wall, this, get this like is... a tube that sticks out, and then you just oh, yeah, go that into wouldn't the be tube. freaky if I was in there. <laughs> Next door started flushing. Before you go, you have to like call through the tube. Is anyone in there? <laughs> I'm about to. Wait, well, let's not talk about that. 
I want to get platinum on my diploma. I want to get like spinners and you know like oh, hydraulics yeah, on, it. Wheels on it. Blinged out diploma. Leather and wood grain. <laughs> you, you can have a little wheel of majors. You, you, you spin wood. the wheel and you find out what major you have. Okay, are you guys uh, done? Can, can we get to the actual topic now? Sure. Okay, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna be introducing the topic in a very special way this week. Uh, we're going to have a very famous and absolutely fantastic musician who happened who I happened to meet and uh, actually ask a question about this specific song to uh, Max Funcon like Arrowhead a couple of weeks ago. So for our introduction for this week's topic, here is Jonathan Colton. Chaos. He gave us hope where there was none. His geometry. 
And that was Jonathan Colton with his song Mandelbrot Set, which of course means that today's topic is fractals. Fractals. Thanks, Nathan. That was that was a <laughs> that was, very I'm simple. just excited because <laughs> of the fractals. That's the one thing I've never studied like as an undergraduate. I have no idea what a fractal. I mean, I really I've I've heard yeah. of it, I've skimmed things, but I have no like experience hard well good so let me just give you a definition from the wikipedia on what a fractal is yeah Yeah, thanks thanks for that you know really brilliant setup is like it wasn't (laughs) obvious that you're like just saying i'm gonna make it so sam can get the definition and not have it sound weird i remember what happened last time (laughs) yeah yeah you always do this you just act like you're a numbskull so a fractal is uh what nothing had to be said it, it, you just set it up. I it was it was it. understood that it's not acting, <laughs> okay. and, and then you go ahead and. Uh, it was like some, hanging some in the things... air. It had to come down somewhere. Let me do a take two. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so a fractal is generally, uh, and and also fractal was a term that was actually coined not until 1975, which I find to be a very odd thing, and it's, it's derived from the Latin uh, fractus, meaning broken or fractured but a fractal is a rough or fragmented geometric shape that can be split into parts each of which is a reduced size copy of the whole or in other words the principle of self-similarity which is the driving principle behind what a fractal is self-similarity a do you remember the name of that painter that you were talking about earlier painter the guy who was there was a Somebody oh, painting a, painting a person a picture who of was himself. painting a person who was painting a person. That sounds like Escher. It sounds it very Escher-esque, but I'm not sure if that was There is one of, there's a picture, a painting of, uh, sorry, I think it was a drawing, actually, of him mm. drawing. A hand the, drawing a hand that's, but that one wasn't fractalish. Yeah, that one's not fractalish. The hand drawing a hand, there's only two pieces, so there's not yeah. like infinite self-similarity. Oh. Yeah, and that well, and that's a very was, important if, thing with fractals is when you I mean you can break it down into bits that will look like itself, but then you could break those bits down and yeah. they will look like it. There has to be too. microscopic recreations of itself. Or... Like yeah, you're and... watching yourself on TV, watching TV, and then yeah, yeah and they did you that can in focus down and on the, the first time. Like my first experience with that type of thing, I think was um, in I Love Lucy. At one point in time, I Love Lucy. Like the TV was playing what was being shown or something like that, and so so that was like there was like Lucy, and then on the TV there was Lucy, Lucy and the TV, and and then the you know because it was the same scene playing currently. Yeah, they did that same thing in in, uh, in baseballs in a huge amount of oh, other things that as well. Yeah. Baseballs when they fast forward to the present yeah and then they look at the camera. What part of the movie is this? <laughs> this is now. Yeah, this is it. It, it is now now. Yeah, I don't know if those. Well, when was it? When was it then? Just then. (laughs) Just then. Usually, those aren't aren't associated with fractals so much as. But it. But that is as like with. So it's it's self recursion of omega. Yeah, but it's but it's still fractalish. Mm -hmm. Yes. But but not not it's not properly fractalish because with a proper fractal, if you break down bits of it, any area of it will look like the whole. No, well, that's not well, even that's true the of the Mandelbrot set. You break it down. Any, well, maybe not any part of it. Any part of it centered around maybe the yeah. center of the TV. Right. So. But, I mean, even with the Mandelbrot set, um, there's a lot of darkness in there, you know, and there are, 
well, I'm sure if you zoom in enough at any part that has content, you would probably eventually yeah. have a man, have a mini Mandelbrot set close. But but I mean, there are a lot of places where you zoom in and there's black. Yeah, that's that's true. I, um, but I do think it has to do with the amount of content. Where do the colors come from? Because I mean, I've seen the, you know, the, the colors are arbitrary. Just to help you distinguish yeah. different parts. Yeah, it it. it somehow represents the rate of yeah the, the rate, rate of convergence of, of divergence actually or divergence con convergence yeah. is the part that's colored it, yeah that's, or that's not that's that's white black or, or, or black depending on yeah whatever. which version but the let's, colors are the rates of divergence okay let's talk a little bit more about the actual features of a fractal and you, and uh, as we said it, arbitrarily small scales uh, they're still going to be the fine structure it's still going to be self-similar on those arbitrarily small scales they tend to be too irregular to describe using typical euclidean language and uh, they usually have and this is a very important part they usually have a very simple recursive definition which is how since they're too irregular to talk about using euclidean we need that recursive definition otherwise we can't talk about them z2 equals z1 squared plus c Z3 equals Z2 squared plus C. Yeah, see, I mean, Colton gives it to us Colton. right there. What's the C, though? The C, oh, man. Yeah, I don't know what the C is. Well, I would I would actually have to, you know, go probably look up the definition of the Mandelbrot set, which is not uh, where I currently You're am on the Wikipedia. up by a rocker. I just thought, I, I, see, <laughs> no, uh... I, I couldn't hear him quite properly, so I thought I thought he was saying... That like it's three C, equals C is two just... squared plus C, and I was like, okay, so then C is negative one. No, C uh... is just C is just <laughs> no C is just some number, and by changing that number, you change, change the, the way the Mandelbrot set looks like. And, and the, I mean that's oh, yeah, that's what it is. C is, C your... is an arbitrary number. I would think it'd be where it's centered. At. But it's you get you get different fractal patterns with different values for C. You may not even get a fractal for certain. Yep, values of C, that is though. that is also very true. Do you think the Mandelbrot set is continuous with respect to C, where C is a complex, you know, any oh, complex it's number? It's a continuous deformation that set. We're we're talking about fractals, man. Not not continuity well, no, 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 and is, analysis. This is, this is this is how this the fractals very much could relate to. I would um, I think it would could be. relate to weather patterns. Because with weather, weather patterns, the thing that you know, the the reason that they're kind of fractal in nature and they're related to this is because the tiny, tiny little the chaos theory, you know, tiny, tiny little changes um, in the weather initial weather conditions lead to a completely different weather a couple days later, you know. Um, <laughs> the, the, it, what Chris, was, what was Chris, that? stop it. That was Jurassic Park. Yeah, <laughs> that was Jurassic Park. Uh, right, but but this it might be the case. It might be the case that, um, you know, a tiny, tiny change in C, no matter how small, will, will when you move significantly far away from, or significant, you know, it could be completely different. Um, and so it might not be continuous. It might be continuous, well, it wouldn't, I don't know. Yeah, but that's an interesting research question. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I, I think well I'm sure somebody's done it. I hope someone's done it. <laughs> but <laughs> I, is, who that, knows? is that how fractals... Because I thought Mandelbrot did both of those theories. Is that how they relate? Chaos and fractals? Or... I don't know. I don't know. It's, I know that, uh, well, a lot of chaos uh, theory stuff is done through iterative functions. Yeah. Iterative functions are also what create fractals. Yeah, they were yeah, like, maybe. I mean, in like fluid dynamics and stuff, what, what's the word? It's like tor, 
uh you know the word the word for an area where where things are chaotic oh turbulence Tur turbulent turbulent zones and things like that those are those are kind of a tur a function has turbulent regions and things like that um, and so so that might be i think it's i think it's like continuous but not it's not like a linear so you know a small difference here will make it continuous but much larger difference somewhere else. One could imagine. Uh, I'm sorry. No, no. no I mean, I, I finished. Well, you were th you're talking about physics, and I mean, mm -hmm. you can imagine like a field, whether it's a magnetic field or some physical field that is, instead of being described by continuous functions or or piecewise continuous functions, is, is instead described by these, uh, you know, these these iterative. Uh, uh, what are they called? Iterative functions. Iterative functions, and then you end up with some some type of. Uh, fractal-like field, uh, and when you try to solve certain, I don't know, certain differential equations where the functions involved are these iterative things, you might... You don't, you don't solve differentials where there's iterative functions. You, the iterative functions are orbital functions. If there's going to be some sort of convergence, it's going to be, you're going to have an orbit. You, it's not the, you would, there's the two different areas of dynamical systems research. There's the iterative dynamical systems, and then there's the differential dynamical systems. <laughs> And, and uh, ne'er shall the or whatever I was trying the to twain shall meet. Yeah, ne'er the twain shall meet. Thank you. So uh, <laughs> let's let's actually talk a little bit about just about the basic idea of fractions. As we said, they tend to have a very simple recursive definition. Take um, the Sierpinski triangle. And so I mean, it's very basic. When you start, you start with this triangle, uh, or oriented, typical base down, point up. It's uh, equilateral. <laughs> What? No, I, no I that... was thinking about a song. <laughs> I thought you were about to rap or something. No. Face <laughs> down, point. Up. Um, I'm not singing that song. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not it, touching what that. What is it? Girl Talk sings that? I'm not touching Girl that. Talk doesn't sing anything. Girl Talk does mashups. No, 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 no. He, he, His own voice is involved a lot of the times. So he puts yeah, his own voice but in. But he doesn't actually sing well, live. Kind of raps yeah. or whatever. Well, no, he would, he would record samples and then mix them into the beat. Most DJs do some live singing. Well, but okay, it, I can't say most. A lot of DJs do some live singing and then on the spot mix it in. Gir but recreate. Girl Talk is specifically a mashup artist. That That is what he does. Yes, so are a lot of DJs, but you can also mix in your own voice into the mashup. Your own live voice, too. See, I, I mean, I've seen I've seen videos of him performing live. Well, I've I, never I seen him. I haven't. I've I'm never just... seen him sing into a microphone. Fine. Okay, so can we get back to the Sierpinski triangle? Can you now? say it one more time? Sierpinski? No, no, that. How do you set it up? You know, you've got. But the... there's the base down, there's the point up, and then the next uh, generation. See, there's an important reason why I have to state that because the next generation, you take the uh, midpoints of the uh, the two parts that connect the base to the to the upper point, and you draw a line connecting those, and then you draw from both both sides down you create a triangle inside of the other triangle this time it's going to be base up point down mm -hmm. so that it's point is at the other triangle's base yeah i have no at idea the base of we're that trying too hard for point. this I think. <laughs> what 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 the fuck are you guys even talking about why I'm are you giggling sure. it's just something very funny uh, did you, did, do you, you delete edges do you have to delete any edges from it or? and then you have to do that uh thing again in the remaining triangles that are on that are created near the outer points of that of of the thing that you've just created and then you do it again for the outer ones so you end up with a fractal 
And, this, and that's how it's created. Is this the snowflake one? No, no. This is the Sierpinski triangle. This is all created inside the triangle. The snowflake is the kosh. Oh. Snowflake. That's where you start with the triangle, and then you put triangles on the edges of the triangle, and you put triangles on all the now bunch of different edges, and then you put triangles on the bunch of different edges again. That's so the it looks like snowflake. a star after the first iteration that yep. expands out. I like that one. Yeah, fractals. Fractals are wonderful. Can we throw the golden ratio in there and have like a I don't know a golden snowflake? Don't eat it though. Don't eat it. But we <laughs> have white. Wait, wait, okay, so it? it looks roundish, but it's really sharp. And it's golden. So yeah. let's talk a little bit about the history of fractals here, guys. That that everybody amenable to this situation? Mm -hmm. Well, I want to hear how okay. this relates to chaos theory in particular. I don't there. know how it relates to chaos theory. Well, there's I have problem. to find out now. We need well, to have a guest. Then you can... Yeah. And I know just who to have. Uh, it's too late. Yeah, we're recording. Oh. Yeah. And uh, even though Mandelbrot is still alive, he's not coming on our podcast. Oh. So, um, so oh, the math been given sainthood by the artist on there though. The mathematics <laughs> behind fractals. God damn you guys! You're just trying to derail me at every point. Uh, was actually uh, was started uh, by an old friend of the podcast, the one, the only Gottfried Wilhelm Leibniz. <laughs> yep, I knew it. I yep, knew it. Uh, he's the only friend we have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's really sad. All of our friends are dead. Uh, it, when he uh, he started considering uh, recursive self similarity, um, but uh, apparently he made a bit of a mistake. Once again, of course, I'm getting this from the Wikipedia. And uh, of thinking that it was only the straight line that had this recursive self-similarity. Mm. And a straight line is a fractal. Uh, you I guess. take it into any smaller bit of itself. No, I was just trying to figure out what, what makes it different from all the others. So I was trying to think maybe the dimension happens to be negative one or something like that. I mean, it's... Well, it is, it is probably the only thing that is exactly self-similar everywhere. No, maybe not. No, because I mean, there's. No, I think it has something to do with the dimension that makes it unique. It's dimension it's either zero yeah. or negative one. Yeah, yeah, the fract which. the fractal dimension of it is yeah. is different because it's it's only that it's line. The only one. So Leibniz yeah. was working on this. Well, he would he thought that only the line had this recursive self similarity, and then later on, uh, oh, and this name is gonna, this name is gonna be fun. Uh. In 1872, uh, some named Karl Wirtstrass. Oh, Wirtstrass. 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 Yeah. Wirtstrass. Okay. Well, I, I didn't butcher it. Wait, wait, quite wait. As bad. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, complex function. Theory. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, he he gave an example of a function with a non-intuitive property of being. Uh, everywhere continuous but nowhere differentiable. There we yeah, go. that's right. that's how I've seen a lot of fractals is in the analysis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh Van Koch, of course, uh he didn't like uh Verstrauss's uh abstract and analytic definition, so he gave a geometric definition uh which is now known as the Koch curve. And the Koch curves put together form the Koch snowflake. So it's just oh, three right, 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 cuz right. you can just do it with you start with a straight line right. and then create just one side yeah, of it. If you and if you to have the three straight lines in the yep. triangle, the equilateral triangle. 
What's the perimeter of the uh, Kosh snowflake? Infinite. Infinity. Yep. Well, I mean, and then it's it, easy. It's easy to show. Or that, as as you iterate the Kosh snowflake no, to I think infinity, that the snowflake is defined as the limit. Yeah. So its um, perimeter is. Its perimeter is, doesn't converge. It, well, it, it what, diverges to infinity. Yeah, it, di it diverges. It's it's a geom. If you look at it each iteration at a time, yeah, the so perimeter gets multiplied by four thirds each each iteration you go. Yep. Um, because it, it also, each, well, each piece, with some other thing involved, mm -hmm. it's not just a straight four thirds. Four thirds. Think. Is it just straight four thirds? Each every single piece gets turned into instead of instead of three pieces one third of the length, they turn into four pieces of one third the length. Every, and and each oh, iteration yeah. you do that that's with every right. single piece that's made. I d I've I've done that math before, and for some reason I thought there's just one other thing involved. At no, some well, point, when you but... calculate its dimension, you take the log of that. In oh, some okay. Way. Maybe but I was maybe I was thinking I dimensional stuff. I don't know where they stuff. came up with that that whole taking the log I... of the four thirds. And then 1915, uh, Sierpinski created his uh, triangle. 1918, one of my favorite, uh, and actually possibly the only guy who is both a philosopher and a mathematician that I actually like. Uh, Bertrand Russell uh, um, said that there is a supreme beauty within the uh, mathematics of fractals, which I which I agree. I mean, there's there's definitely something about that symmetry that is just it, absolutely beautiful to me, especially when you see it in the natural world you know, with things like lightning uh, is uh, fractal ish. Uh, so are clouds. And of course, uh, Romanesco broccoli. Yeah. Can't forget the broccoli. Yeah. Broccoli. And actually, if you just look at just a head of cauliflower. If you just look at the head of cauliflower, it's amazing because it will. There's a certain uh, coiling up, which is uh, determined by the Fibonacci sequence, and so the golden yeah ratio. the golden ratio. And on each head, it looks like a small image of the whole of that. And if you take a uh, magnifying glass, on top of them, there's something else. So it's a golden ratio born fractal. There you go. There's your idea. The golden, from now yeah, on. the golden fractal. Yeah, but like... don't eat it. Oh no, you <laughs> eat it. Cauliflower is wonderful. Yeah, that is, with yeah. chocolate. Oh, cauliflower and chocolate, or cauliflower with a very nice uh, cheese bechamel sauce. I think broccoli is better. gastronomy. I don't like broccoli I, most I, of the time. I love broccoli. It, it's but they're useful for different things. I actually don't things. like cauliflower most of the time. But they're real. Aren't broccoli and cauliflower like Mandel Bros? I mean, they're related. <laughs> right? They're they are they come from the same family, but they come from this. I, there's other things that are also in a very similar family, but they taste radically different, and their uses in cooking are also radically different. But we don't really need to get on this. I, there, I mean, Poincaré, Klein, uh, Fatu, and uh, Julia. All also did work, and of course, yeah, right. I know I'm familiar Mandelbrot, with the Julia set, which is related to the, the Mandelbrot, Mandelbrot set. set. Yeah, Julia set. I haven't heard of. Everybody I've heard, else of has heard of it. I've heard. I've heard of it. I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't really know what either of the sets are, technically speaking. I just I've seen pictures, seen. and I can recognize the Mandelbrot set. And I know that if you look at the Julia set, a little Mandelbrot-looking thing shows up somewhere mm. if you'd like look okay julia set is uh the points from a holomorphic function uh in complex dynamics whose uh long long time behavior under repeated iteration of the function can change drastically under arbitrarily small perturbations they bifurcate okay so it's a, it's a chaos yeah it's, it's a chaos thing. doohickey yeah it it, it actually is defined switch. uh the behavior 
of the function is regular while the behavior of the uh or the fat out or the fatu set uh, uh f of f it the behavior is uh the behavior of f is regular but the behavior of j of f the julia set is chaotic mm. so it's the points within the set of some function that are chaotic okay and it is also a fractal so there you go. I mean, they, the fractals and chaos theory are directly related. And, and now there's there's different types of uh, fractals. There's exact self-similarity. And this is this is the basic definition of what a, the type of fractal. Appears identical at different scales. Fractals defined by iterated function systems often exactly similar. Then there's quasi-self-similar. Fractal appears approximately. Right. It's not fully self-similar. And then statistically self-similar. Uh, statistical measures are preserved. Weird. I don't, I'm unfamiliar with that one. I, I, they probably don't make as cool pictures. Yeah, I doubt that they do. I, I've never actually, uh, you know, never seen this before until I just saw the saw it in mm. the Wikipedia article. So they're, they're probably fractals, or like, if you look at <laughs> most of the time they're fractals. They or... have, a, yeah. So, well, so I don't even say think that they're fractals, but you can say with probability 0. 0.75 or something. You know, well, I don't know. No, I think the probability <laughs> itself is the fractal. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't <laughs> think that either of you are anywhere near right on it. It's this in the set. Uh, the fractal has numerical or statistical measures which are preserved along the scales. Yeah, but that's not as funny. Yeah, that's the yeah, whole, that's neither the whole problem of the with things, mathematics. Neither of the things that you said were funny. I am, and for the podcast as a whole, because I am the podcast. <laughs> Delusions of grandeur breaking out here. He's gonna. I, I see a slap fight <laughs> occurring in the it's near coming. future. It's coming. coming. There will be a slap. Fight. There will be a slap somewhere. <laughs> well, I, I mean, and there's other natural things that I haven't talked about. Uh, some of our blood vessels, systems of blood vessels, are fractalish. Um, ferns, the leaf of a fern. Uh, All right. And then uh, there's other things that we uh, can use to m use fractals to model. And uh, the the two big things that we tend to use it most on are uh, mountains and coastlines. Hmm. The, the most typical way of of doing a coastline is using fractals. How do you do comp how do you do computations? I mean, to try to get these images. I mean, you can't just. Well, there's all kinds of fractal software. And a lot of it was DOS based and is available for free right now. You That's can just true. take it out and putz around until you find things that look cool. Actually, uh, Rudy Rucker designed some. The author oh, that's true. and mathematician that's true. Right. Rudy Rucker, fantastic guy, fantastic writer. But yeah, he's he's designed some uh, fractal generating software. Yeah, I. I... I've played around not with his software, but I played around with some fractal generating software. And my favorite are the ones where you make that tree where you 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 edit this one this one variable and it changes how quickly it changes how quickly the tree like tilts and rotates. And then you know if you make it, and so it makes this really cool like Japanese windswept tree looking thing. Um, but but it also has like leaves and 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 whatever. I I, I think we'll have to find it. Uh -huh. But it's 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 a really cool looking one because it does make a nice looking tree. It's similar to the fern idea. You can actually, I mean, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of um, like like fractal. They're not called fractals. 
in that case. But there, there's like a, a whole field of like online art where people use this fractal software to create art drawings and things. Oh, using... yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's still fractal. It's fractal art. And there's... Right, right. But they, they call it something else. I don't think they call it the fractal. Wiki, the Wikipedia article uh, is titled Fractal Art. Okay. Fractal art is created by and calculating fractal objects and representing the calculation results as still images, animation, music, or other media. Music? Holy shit. Well, I was just thinking about that. Yeah. Well, you're not original. <laughs> oh, uh, neither are fractals. Neither are the people who thought of fractals. I, fractals have, I, I mean, they were prevalent in uh, old African art. I'm sure that they were prevalent in I mean, going way back. The idea of making something that contains itself as a whole and which therefore has in it something that contains itself as a whole. Very it, philosophical. Very philosophical about... and, and very, I imagine, a common thing to think of. Yeah. Apparently they even found uh, fractal designs in Pollock's work, which I don't know how anyone was able to find any design at all in Pollock's work. I don't know... That is Jackson Pollock, the the oh, like oh, oh, the quintessential heard, yeah. action painter right. throwing mm. shit at the wall. Yeah, that's a good point. How can maybe it's part of the chaotic idea? Because I mean, he was sitting there and he was throwing things and letting them splash against it. So maybe the splash may have been provided the chaos. Oh, yeah, I can see it and though. A droplet falls and splashes, creating other droplets, which then yeah. splash yeah. and create more droplets, and so on. Yeah, I, I never, I never actually thought of that. But there probably is a fractal base. If you take a, a pool of water and you let a water or a stone or something drop, and then the the splash effect after that probably could be modeled, would be best modeled using the idea of fractals. I bet that I bet that if you if you made up your own little physics thing just to make it cooler looking, you could create a really cool picture. Um, where you see you see it like splashing large the first time and then a little bit smaller and a little bit smaller and a little bit smaller so, so that so that you get you end up with this like yeah it would be a lot like the snowflake you know infinite self similarity all over the place um, and it would and it would like curve into itself you know because it would splash back toward the center and things so you could you could oh even yeah tweak eventually it, so it would you could tweak it so that it, it goes exactly half the distance that it traveled before. You know, so then, so then there's like the thing, and it and it splashes out like a meter away, and then and then it splashes back inward half a meter and out in all radial directions, and so then it's like having these distances every time. Um, yeah, I'm just every, we're sitting here yeah. talking about, it and I'm thinking of fractal tie dye shirts. I just can't get that out of my head. That, you know? Oh my god, there. mathematical hippies! <laughs> mathematical. Well, I mean, I mean, mathematicians. Mathematicians hippies. smell bad enough already. You don't need to put patchouli oil on top of it. Yeah. I went to Hate Ashbury about a week ago, which is you know the hippie hippie yeah. center in San Francisco, which is the hippie center of the world. You know. Um, well, at least it was in the sixties. They had some kick-ass shirts, and I bought none of them. Good, but <laughs> because I, I would have stabbed I just you. Wanted to mention that well, you could make we could make them though. We'll, we'll build a I don't know a, what a Mandelbrot reckoner, and it'll just make tight shirts, Chris, you know, like fractal t-shirts. <laughs> I warned you. You're 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 getting muted. I, I warned you that if you he brought up punished. if you brought up that thing, the wrath of he, Sam. He did has not bring up him. that thing. He brought up a derivative of that. Yeah, thing. but he did it as as a callback to that thing and I, I i warned him multiple times that i will have none of it you're mean yes i am 
I'm sad. Why are you sad? I'll, I'll let I'll let Chris, you know, back on eventually. Just not quite yet. We should all rebel and. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I'll, I'll make sure. I'll make sure that uh, we'll that a... that becomes a trending topic on Twitter. We'll form a union you know, instead of the uh, Iran election. It's going to be the 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 CP podcast rebellion. Mm. No, <laughs> no, we're going to form a union and we're going to strike. Um, and we'll we'll pick it until for Chris what? Can speak. What pay? <laughs> no, it's we'll not like you guys get any money. And then who? And then how will you get a podcast? You'll just force me to talk. I mean, think about it. You'll be punishing the rest of the world so that's because what we're it will They're just gonna rebel on you, even if you don't. <laughs> because then it will just be me talking, and you'll lose all your listeners because Chris won't be there. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure that Chris is a huge reason, not the math that we're not talking about right now. I thought it was a good idea. You need some sort of a. A Mandelbro record. And there goes Nathan. And there goes Nathan. <laughs> One more to go. And... <laughs> See, now my goal is to get Sam to talk about it, and then <laughs> and, and, I'll, and I'll have to mute. I'll have to mute myself. Yeah. Well, well, while while those two uh, are gone, let's let's talk about fractals, and it like. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's let's. Uh, talk a bit about fractals. So what what haven't we talked about with fractals? You say I mean you've you've seen them in analysis before. Like what what were you using them for in analysis? Oh, mainly I was using them for continuous functions that were no nowhere differentiable. And and how is like how does that happen like? I mean cuz um, that's Well, the point is any point you see I think the only <laughs> Okay, one of the few it's a two-dimensional object, so it's a function. And any point you take on this function is self-similar, so it's going to contain a copy of itself. And unless it's a line, it's going to have a lot of curves in it. And so what it means is any point you take, there's going to be another curve right next to it that's not anywhere near close to the original point. And so it's not going to have a derivative because you can't tell whether it went up or down. If it's really close, it might be you have a point that's above it and you also have a point below it, so you don't even know whether it's going to be positive or negative. Provided your original curve goes up and down. Oh, okay. So it's pretty much any two-dimensional fractal. <laughs> Monster fingers. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much any two-dimensional fractal that's not a line is not going to be differentiable anywhere. But in that case, it's continuous. Yeah. So I mean, you don't pick up the you don't pick up the point anywhere, but any 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 point close to it's going to be both above it and below it. It's something you don't expect. Can it be drawn in a finite period of time? Well, no, Your fractal, no, no, no fractal can be drawn in a finite period of time. Well, it could if you if you had if you're not using monkeys, a Turing machine. If yeah. you not not if you double the speed, but if the amount of time if it you takes you to draw each iteration <laughs> halves. How would that? Because you still like have Zeno's to draw an infinite paradox. number of iterations. Yes, but you half the amount of time it takes you to draw each one, and thereby. Your, like, your divide you infinity one... by one half does not. No, 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 oh, each no. Each iteration, it's, it takes the half the time of the iteration before it. Oh, okay. I thought I yeah, thought so you the meant. The first iteration, iteration takes, a takes a minute. The second iteration takes thirty seconds. Yeah, but that's that's the seconds. exact opposite of how it would actually happen. <laughs> well, it would actually happen that you probably couldn't draw the whole thing just because you can't move your fingers that tight. 
eventually well, your well i was actually thinking that you know the second time that you you draw one like say i was talking about the sierpinski it takes you at least twice as long to draw the next one oh. as a human being because you're drawing twice as much at some point your pen would reach the speed of light and then you'd be fucked <laughs> well no okay no, I, I, be moving really and... I know i know how going really small uh the tachyonic fractal <laughs> we're not limiting ourselves yeah. to the speed of light uh, well i mean it's a fractal but only if you're traveling faster than the speed of light Subli subluminally it's yeah <laughs> it's still just a line or something uh, well there's there's still some uh still some important fractals that we haven't actually talked about and one of them uh was created by someone who uh, not really necessarily known so much for uh his fractal creation than uh, his creation of arithmetic, but that's uh, Giuseppe Piano. Piano? Yeah. He had the, the piano curve. It's also known as the space-filling curve. Oh, yeah. yeah that's yeah, when you get the box the and you just curve. have a line that fills up the whole thing. Yeah, well, it, yeah, I mean... No, I thought that Turing did the space-filling no. curve. No. Didn't Turing do a space-filling curve? That was his, well, that there's was his multiple research or something. It, there's multiple different space-filling curves. Maybe it was but, but the space-filling curve. And this was, was Giuseppe, because I'm going to call him by his first name. The only thing is, <laughs> I think the rule was you couldn't have a space-filling curve that didn't intersect itself. Is that... It uh, can't be continuous. Or, or is this one continuous? No, it, it, this it, to one, be a curve, it has to be continuous. It, to be a curve, it ha has to be. I mean, to be a, a, a path it or this, whatever. It, it I mean, this space. one, it, it doesn't intersect itself. It does? It, it's also continuous. You start okay. with a line. Uh-huh. Now you split that into, uh, and then and then in you start with a line that's like in a box, or or and the idea of a of an area of a box, and then you take now the next iteration of that line is going to be you uh, go up to the top of the area of the box, and then you go halfway over, go back down, go the rest of the halfway, and then you go up. Oh right, right, right. I I do remember doing. This and then one. on each one of those segments, you do that again it's it's it never touches complicated itself. no it, I, I mean i have an image right here and you can just tell from here it goes it goes like it does what i said first and then you do that again the next time and yeah it, it figuring i i never fully like it's hard to grasp how it because it gets twisted into weird angles and so it, it's kind of hard to hard to see how how you draw the next iterations with that with that particular one um but but yeah, yeah, yeah that drawing that space. one yeah drawing that one is not fun at all <laughs> there's a space filling curve uh, um problem or exercise in Moncrief's topology um and and there's there's one problem which i have not done and hopefully i'll never be assigned it but where one can show that for any n-dimensional um uh, any n-dimensional um what was that called that, a box that curve is self-interested in, 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 in cell uh, you can find um a, a space filling which, curve for that incel. Hmm. Um, so. Which curve is self intersecting? That 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 one. It, it's self intersecting. Where? Um, it self intersects like on corners. Like on... corners touch each other. And well, not. No, they don't. Not if you don't draw the box. I'm it's... pretty sure they. It does. Oh, that one doesn't. I'm sorry. No, that's that's a piano mm. curve. Uh, and I I have not seen that one. Yeah, okay. Maybe I haven't seen that one. Yeah, I'm I'm sure that there are space filling ones that do intersect, but if they intersect only at certain points, then they wouldn't be fractals, what? because one they would problem. have to intersect 
everywhere. One problem I have I with that good point. Miracles. Good point. One problem yeah. I have with that so-called space killing, space filling curve killing is curve. is it, everything is rationally defined. So I think if you picked if you picked a point, you know, square root of two over two, or something, which is a point, you know, comma square root of two over two, um, you know, which is up and to the right a little bit. I feel like that point will never be touched by this curve. Um, huh. In the limit, in the limit, it could be. I yeah, guess. well, I mean, that's how we're. That's how you would define really it. Would be with the limits. Closed, yeah, uh, that's then... true. Yeah, because it would close off in the limit. Yeah, and you just have to prove that the curve's closed. Yeah, yeah. And... If the curve is closed, then it would then it would contain everything. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, how about uh, on that on that note, we close off today's episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, if you want to reach us, uh, just send us an email at combinationsandpermutations at gmail.com. Uh, visit the blog where I'll put up pictures of a bunch of the fractals. And that's combinationsandpermutations.blogspot.com. And if you want to hear more fine, amazing, wonderful, and awesome music from Mr. Jonathan Colton, visit his website at jonathancolton.com. Hope you all have a fantastic week.